Sasha Torres, spinning teacher, fiber dyer, and founder of SheepSpot, where we help you make more yarns you love with beautiful hand-dyed fiber and accessible and comprehensive online spinning instruction. These days, I can make just about any yarn I can imagine, but believe me, I was not a natural spinner. When I started spinning, I really struggled to make yarns I liked, let alone loved. But many skeins and hand-spun projects later, spinning now lets me express my creativity and quiet my mind, no matter how crazy the world around me gets. I created the SheepSpot podcast to give you quick, actionable strategies that will help you level up your yarn making so that you can create yarns you love faster, more easily, and with less frustration. If you're an inquisitive hand spinner, you are in the right place. And I'm so glad you're here. Hello there, darling sheep spotter. Welcome to episode 76 of the Sheep Spot podcast. Today, we are going to talk about my five favorite wools for newer spinners. So let's start, as we often do, with a little story. When I was just learning to spin, I didn't really understand, as most spinners don't, just how different different breeds of wool are. I don't remember if I ever knew what I spun in my earliest spinning lessons. I think it was some kind of miscellaneous roving. Um, But what I do remember is what happened when I got my wheel and I bought fiber for the first time. So I was buying the fiber I was going to spin as opposed to just spinning what my teacher gave me. And I actually have a couple of podcasts there, episode 56 and 57, in which I tell this story at at, uh, much greater length. But the main point here bears repeating, which is that I did not know what I was doing. Did not know. I didn't even know enough to know that I should be thinking about the kinds of wool that I was buying. I thought, you know, wool is wool. And I've been spinning wool, so I should be able to spin wool. Um, And I just bought what I could find. And what I could find was merino. And all of a sudden, when I tried to spin this merino, I could not make a continuous thread to save my life. The merino was short and slippery, and unmanageable, and it made me really sad. So if you are a new spinner, I want to give you suggestions of five beginner-friendly wools that you can look for that are pretty widely available in processed form, and that are good fiber choices for newer spinners. So here they are, the five of them in alphabetical order, because I love alphabetical order. Um, Number one, Blueface Lester. Number two, Cheviot. Number three, Corydale. Number four, Icelandic. Number five, Polworth. So let's talk first about my kind of uh, selection criteria, and then I will get into each of the breeds in turn. So 
when I was assembling this list, I was thinking about a bunch of different things. One is what I would hand to someone who came to a spinning lesson in my studio and uh, fibers that my students who are newer spinners have had success with. And I've also, and I'm also thinking about this as a little bit of an introduction to wool types. Uh, and if you don't know what I mean when I'm talking about wool types, just check out uh, episode two of the podcast, which is all about wool types. Um, so I wanted to have representatives from a bunch of different types of wool in this list. So there's a long wool, there's a down like wool, there's a medium wool, there's a multi-coated wool, and there's a fine wool. So uh, just trying to cover those bases because I think it's really um I think it's important that spinners get started early exploring those different wool types. Uh, so let's talk about each of these wools in turn. I will always have a soft spot for Blueface Lester because it was Blueface Lester that saved me from that merino. And it really made me a spinner. So I didn't know much about wool at that point. So I just found something that I could spin. And then I bought it in, this is seriously true, guys. I bought it in as many different colors as I could find. And I think I spun BFL exclusively every day for about six months before I tried Merino again. And this time, not surprisingly, perhaps I found it much easier. I still don't recommend Merino for uh, new spinners, though. Uh, but never fear, there is another squishy, soft, fine wool on this list. So Blueface Luster is considered a long wool, so it has a nice long staple that's easy for new spinners to man manage. Most of it is really soft, and it's also quite a strong fiber, so it's a great choice for lots of different situations. Uh, if you're sp spinning for sweaters or you're spinning for mittens, BFL is your friend. It also has a really lovely shine to it, and there is a lot of it out there. It takes dye really, really well. So dyers love it, which means that you can easily find it from a bunch of different indie dyers in a huge range of colors and color combinations. It's also quite a forgiving wool that can be spun in a variety of different ways. So it's a great wool to experiment with. I really, I cannot recommend Blueface Lester enough. Next on the list is Cheviot. And Cheviot is available both in combed and carded preparations. BFL is, uh, Blueface Lester is most often found as comb top, but you can get Cheviot as roving as well. Um, Cheviot, unfortunately, is a bit less beloved of dyers. It doesn't really love to drink up the dye in to the same extent that Blueface Lester does, but it's still pretty easy to find. Um, it's got a decent staple length, and crucially, the fibers really like to grab onto each other and hang out together, which makes it very beginner-friendly. So the fibers really um, want to head into that twist with their fellow fibers. Uh, it's not at all slippery. And it's also... Um, it has this, Cheviot has a crimp unlike any other wool. It's kind of a spiral crimp. 
And that makes it uh, really highly elastic. It's a, it's also quite a tough wool. So it will stand up to wear quite well. And I really love it woolen or worsted. Uh, so I recommend keeping some cheviot around for practicing new spinning techniques. It's the wool that I always grab in the studio when I'm making demo videos because it's just a really good citizen. It's cooperative. It's easy to deal with. Um, and I also love cheviot because it is a fantastic gateway drug to the down breeds. And, you know, I love the down breeds. If you don't know that, see episode 44. Next up is Corydale. And Corydale is another very solid citizen. It's widely available in both combed and carded preparations. And you can get it in all the colors. Seriously. Ashford sells a mill-dyed version that is sold in uh, to lots of the larger spinning stores. So it's quite easy to find. You don't even need to search out Indie Dyers, although, of course, we love it when you do. Um, and if you like to play with colors and you want to maybe experiment with color blending, you can buy packs of Corydale with lots of different colors in them. Now, Corydale can vary quite widely in terms of micron count. Uh, most of it falls solidly within what I call the medium wool category. And a medium wool for me means its micron count is between 24 and 29. And it's got a nice regular even crimp. It makes nice stretchy yarns. And it's really an all around workhorse. It's suitable for lots of different kinds of projects, lots of different kinds of spinning methods. Um, and as with Cheviot, I often recommend that my spinning students keep some Corydale around, even some undyed Corydale around as a, just a good practice fiber. So, so far we've talked about a long wool BFL, Blueface Lester. We've talked about a down type wool, Cheviot, and we've talked about a medium wool. Now I want to talk about a multi-coated breed, and that is Icelandic. Mill prepped Icelandic is definitely available. You might have to hunt for it a bit more than the other breeds that I've talked about. Um, we carry it in the shop and I love dyeing it. Uh, if you're having trouble finding Icelandics, Shetland would make a good substitute. That's another multi-coated wool. Icelandic sheep are really a popular choice for shepherds that are keeping small or hobby flocks because they're very self-reliant and self-sufficient um, and they're just easy keepers. So shepherds love them. Uh, that means that you might be able to find Icelandic fleeces from local flocks or at your local fiber festival. Um, and Icelandic fleeces are a really good place to start with fleeces because they're small. They're only about a pound and a half to two and a half pounds. Um, and that makes them quite, uh, a bit more manageable than, you know, a huge merino fleece that weighs 10 or 12 pounds. So if you're interested in getting started with fleeces, I think Icelandic would be a good choice. I also think Corydale would be a good choice. Um, if you're working with a fleece, you can decide whether you want to separate the longer, hairier fibers 
from the softer undercoat. So they're great for experimenting with different prep methods and also different spinning methods. If you opt for prepared fiber, you'll likely be working with the shorter and the longer fibers blended together. Now, if you've never worked with a multi-coated fiber before, you may find the spinning a little bit challenging due to the different fiber lanes. But that's really great practice for working with other blends. And in my experience, Icelandic is quite a grippy and easy to work with fiber once you have a little bit of experience under your belt. So give it a little time. Give yourself some grace when you get started with it. But I think that you will get the hang of it quite quickly. And last but certainly not least is Polworth. Polworth is my favorite fine wool breed for newer spinners. Lots of dyers love to work with it. So it's widely available in all sorts of forms, uh, in all sorts of colors, I should say. Most of the Polworth I've seen has been comb top. I don't think I've ever come across Polworth roving. Um, but Polworth tends to be less overprocessed than Merino tends to be. So it's much less slippery. It's got a nice length of staple, and lots of it comes from small farms on the Falkland Islands where the sheep and the land are treated with some environmental sensitivity and sensitivity to the animal's well, well-being, and that's always important to me. Polworth is a next-to-skin-soft wool for many people. Uh, but it's somewhat sturdier than merino. It's going to hold up better under abrasion. It's quite a crimpy fiber, so it makes yarns with good memory, and it's really great for all sorts of projects. So we have been talking about my five favorite wools for newer spinners, Blueface Lester, Cheviot, Corydale, Icelandic, and Polworth. And if any of these breeds are new to you, I really encourage you to give them a try. They will help you become a better, more confident, more skillful spinner. Um, they're all, they're all quite different from each other. Um, so they're a good, uh, kind of beginning range to work with when you're getting started. Uh, and I really encourage you to give them a try. If you do give them a try, please let us know how you do over in the flock. And the flock, of course, is our free online community for inquisitive hand spinners. You can find it at the flock, T-H-E-F-L-O-C-K, all one word, dot sheepspot.com. And of course, there will be a link in the show notes. So that is it for me this week. Next time, we are going to start a series that I am so excited about. I'm going to be interviewing some of your fellow sheep spotters about their spinning journeys. And I've got to say that I cannot wait for those conversations. Thank you so much for listening, darling. And I will see you next time right here on the Sheep Spot Podcast. these podcasts and would like to work more closely with me, you should definitely check out the Sheep Spotter Society. 
my membership community for inquisitive spinners who want to spin with more confidence and joy while making yarns they absolutely love. As a Sheep Spotter Society member, you'll get access to our private online membership site where we go deep into a new spinning topic every single month with video lessons, monthly Q&As, and virtual meetups. And you'll join a vibrant, caring, supportive community that's as passionate as you are about spinning, fiber, and creating with hand-spun yarns. You can sign up to get more information and receive a notification the next time membership opens at sheepspot.com TSS. That's sheepspot.com TSS, which stands for the Sheep Spotters Society. I would love to have you join us. Thank you.